Well, hola, chica. Thanks for tuning in to the Chica Life Podcast. This is a podcast for all things life, business, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kelly Williams. I'm lifestyle management coach, and I help women live the life they desire and deserve. In every episode, I'll do my best to give you sound advice, valuable information, and a sprinkle of Jesus. So stay tuned, chica. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me today. I am Kelly Williams, and this is the Chica Life Podcast. I am so glad that you're able to join me today. Yes, let me tell you what we are talking about, you guys. We are talking about confidence and having the confidence to make changes in our lives. Yes. So today, I'm going to be talking about what a confident woman looks like and the three areas to consider as we gain the courage to walk in confidence boldly every single day, okay? All right. So you know how I do. I like to go to the Google and look up definitions. And this one is a one that I looked up. So I went to Google and I looked up the definition of confidence. And it says it's the feeling or belief that one can rely on something, a firm trust. It's the result of courage. (laughs) I love that. So Let's get started here. We're going to talk about the attributes of confident people, right? Okay. You may be a confident person if you are able to derive happiness from the inside. Yes, ma'am. If you are able to turn lemonade out of those lemons, Did I say that right? I think I said that right. If you are able to make lemonade out of lemons, you might be a confident person. You can gain your happiness from the inside. And that's what confidence looks like. Number two, a confident person is not judging. Uh Uh-uh. They understand that they too can fall short and they don't judge people. Ma'am, if you are non-judgmental, you might be confident. Three, confident people, they do not say yes unless they want to. Listen, you can't see me right now, but my hand is up. I am a recovering people pleaser. Ooh, chica, mm-mm. Those days are over. No, 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 no. We are not people pleasing anymore. We have got to say no and mean it. No is a complete sentence. Yes, it is. Go in the mirror and practice it if you are not comfortable with that phrase. Phrase, sentence, statement, word, No. Yes, 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 yes. Number four, they listen more than they speak. Now, I try to catch myself because sometimes I can be a bit chatty. And if you've ever met me in person, you might realize that. But have you ever been with somebody who is just always so eager to cut you off and talk? Like, you can't say nothing. You cannot get your thought out before they are already interrupting you with their thoughts about it, their opinions about it. Yeah, that's a sign of an unconfident person. Number five, they speak with certainty. Yes. So 
what other things as my pet peeve? And then I listened to myself on recordings um, over some time and I realized, oh my goodness, I think I do the same thing. Do you realize that people who use a question inflection at the end of their statement are exhibiting their lack of confidence? I used to do that. I used to do that. So I am very intentional now on making sure that when I say something, I say it and mean it and I say it firmly. I'm not asking you. No, no, no. I know what I mean. So I'm telling you, yes, people that are confident speak with certainty. Number six, confident people, ooh, they are going to look for the little wins, the small victories, the slightest accomplishment. Yes, they are the ones that, you know, you bring something negative to them and they're going to spin it. They're going to have a positive spin. Those are confident people. Number seven, uh, how about this? A study conducted at the Eastern Ontario Research Institute found that people who exercise twice a week felt more competent socially, academically, athletically. Uh, you know what that, that equates? That means confidence. Yes, confident people, <laughs> they exercise. How about that? Number eight, confident people, they do not seek attention. They try to stay away from the spotlight. They aren't always in the spotlight. That's confidence right there, not looking for a spotlight. Number nine, confident people are not afraid to be wrong. They own up to their mistakes. They admit that they don't know everything. And, you know, they just, they celebrate their humanity, right? guess what? Humans can be wrong. As a matter of fact, if you're a human, I can pretty much tell you at some point in your life, you will be wrong. So confident people, they also, you know, they celebrate other people. Birthday time, they celebrate it. Uh, anniversary time, they celebrate it. Somebody just launched, launched a book or a business. They celebrate other people. They look for reasons. Somebody just bought a new house. They look for reasons to celebrate people. Confident people, they explore their sense of wonder. They explore their sense of wonder. They say, you know what? What the heck? Why not? Let's try it. What's the worst that can happen? And then the last thing, number 12, is they are not afraid to ask for help. I love it. 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 So guys, yes, those are some attributes of confident people. Does that sound like anybody you know? Is that anything that you might need to work on? You know, I don't know. Just a thought. So let me give you my other thoughts about confidence, okay? So um, I know I don't have to tell you this, but I do want to remind you that when it comes to confidence and living the life that you desire and deserve, I want you to think about how you want to live your life. Because I'm telling you, when you truly have desire and it's in your heart to, to do something or to make a change and, you know, what's in your heart is for good, I'm telling you, you will be able to accomplish it in confidence, right? So when you are attaining to be confident and attaining to live in a way that exudes confidence, you've got to be willing to search for truth, search for strength, 
and a willingness to operate outside of your own abilities. Again, call in the troops, call in support, get your help wherever needed, right? Because I'm telling you, a lot of times we think that we can do things ourselves and guess what? We're strong. Yes, we can. But it takes a team. It really, really takes a team. Okay. And, you know, confidence, in my opinion, is also the act of intentionality, right? You've got to be intentional when you are are operating and working in confidence. It, you know, you have to submit, you've got to lay down your pride, your ego must go, let go of your ego, It's got to go. It's got to go. You've got to remain humble and operate in humility, right? You know those I told you so people? Yeah, they're not confident. Those people that, you know, I told you this, I told you that. Didn't I tell you? You know who I'm talking about. Everybody has that one friend who knows it all. Let me tell you, that one friend is demonstrating their lack of confidence. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said it. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, you know, in order to see a change, we have to be the change. So confidence is the willingness and the desire to see a change and do what it takes to be that change, okay? So now I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about the three things you need to do in order to begin to develop the confidence so that you can make any change, any change you wanna make, okay? The first one, your thoughts. So of course, I'm a Bible reader and the Bible says to be transformed with the renewing of your mind. That means we constantly have to to, um, change our thoughts. Now, listen to this. According to a National Science Foundation um, research study, it says that an average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Y'all, that's a lot of thoughts. And that's what the average person has. Okay, get this though. Of those thoughts, 80% of them are negative. And wait, and wait, and of the negative thoughts, 95% of those are repetitive. So science is telling us that when we have negative thoughts, we tend to repeat the negative thoughts way more than the positive thoughts, way, way more. And y'all, we have got to stop that. You know, what you think about, you bring about. The first time I ever heard that was when I was in Mary Kay, my sales director, and I'm gonna put her name out there. Her name is Susan, well, I'm not going to put her name out there because I don't want to embarrass her. But yes, my sales director in Mary Kay many years ago used to say, what you think about, you bring about, right? And she was right. You think about success, you're going to bring about success. You think about achieving, you're going to bring about achieving. You think about meeting a goal, guess what? You're going to meet that goal. You think about hitting the target, you will hit the target. What you think about, you bring about, right? And then the other thing I want to tell you about your thoughts is, okay, emotions, which are thoughts, oh, they lie. Oh, they lie, they lie, they lie, your emotions lie. And I'm going to give you a perfect example. So this isn't like an example example, but it's an example and you'll be able to see what I'm saying. So imagine you become offended by someone or something, something that someone does to you and you begin to make meaning of what was done and what was said without even asking. You know what I'm saying? And then and next thing you know, this person hates you. Next thing you know, oh, this person is trying to kill you. Now that's really extreme. But what I'm getting at is your thoughts 
you, they lie and they will lie to you. You've got to check in with your thoughts and stop the negative thoughts before they create the scenario that is absolutely untrue. Okay. We got to shift how we respond, right? We got to shift how we respond to our thoughts because our nat- it's our natural, you know, it's in our nature to to want to think for the worst. And that is horrible. So let's shift that. Let's change that to want to think the best, okay? Also, in your as far as your thoughts go, what types of things are you consuming? What are you reading? What are you watching on television? What's Netflix feeding you, right? What are you listening to? And who are you around listening to? Are you sitting around gossiping? Yes, you. You, yes. Are you gossiping? Dare I say, and then saying that you're going to pray for them later? <laughs> no, no, no. We have got to change our thoughts and change what types of things we are exposed to. Righty? Guard those gates. Set limits on things like TV, uh, personal interactions, and social media. Even social media, guys, it can have such a negative impact on our thinking. Number two, we want to change our words. Our words have power. Our words have power. Oh, yes, they do. And you will hear me say that so often. Please try to speak with honey on your lips. Be sweet when you talk. Have sweet speech. Sweet speech. It's alliteration. I like alliteration. I have to be all the way transparent with you guys, though. Um, I Another thing I'm recovering from is putting my foot in my mouth. I tend to say exactly how I feel. I tend to say exactly what's on my mind in the moment without thinking. And it is taking a lot of effort and the power of God to help me not speak everything that I'm thinking. Yeah, it's okay that I'm having my thoughts, but sometimes they don't come out so nicely. And I am definitely working on that. So yes, we've got to work on speaking better, speaking better. We've also got to stop all of the negative talk. You know, that I don't, I can't, you know, I won't. Oh, how can I? All of those those negative talks. So let me tell you what I saw recently in a Facebook post. There was a person who made a comment about watching what you say, even on social media. And in the post, somebody made a comment about, oh yeah, I've got to stop saying I'm dead. And when she said that, it struck because I have done that so many times, more than I can count. Somebody says something hilarious and I respond with a dead or I'm dead emoji with the, well, not the emoji, the word, and then like that laughing emoji or sometimes even the tears. No, no. No, no, I'm not dead. I'm alive and I'm full of life, full of energy. Yes. So we've got to stop with the negative talk, even when we respond to comments through text and on social media. We have to change what we say. Do you do you say affirmations? Do you all say affirmations? Now, I do have a quick little plug before I tell you this next part. If you go to my website, justkelly.com, take a look and I will put it in the show notes. I will put the link in the show notes. I have a resource for affirmations. If you have trouble with your affirmations or if you need some, I have a resource where you can say some amazing, powerful, bold declarations is actually what I call them. Okay. So that's my little plug. But Affirmations have been shown to decrease health deteriorating stress. 
You know that? Did you know that? That I, so every so these these uh, stats that I'm giving you, um, I can cite them. Let me know if you want to know the citations. But yeah, these are like real studies. Okay, yes, they decrease health deteriorating stress. Yes, affirmations have also been used effectively at uh, in interventions that lead people to their you know increase their appropriate physical behavior, right? They also um, can help you to perceive otherwise threatening messages with less resistance and, you know, and um, a willingness to to cooperate with interventions. Yes, affirmations can do that. They can make us less likely to dismiss harmful health messages. All righty. Yes. Say your affirmations, say your affirmations and eat more fruit and vegetables. <laughs> also, they have been linked to positive academic achievement. Yes, if you're a student or if you have a student, get them saying affirmations today. Oh my goodness. Yes, affirmations are so good. We've got to change our words. When you shift your words, you are gaining the confidence to make the changes you need or want to make. Shift your words. Now, the last thing, the third thing is your actions, or your actions, I should say, your actions. Now, again, you Bible readers, faith without works is dead. That's what the word tells us. So that means you have got to get moving. You have got to start doing stuff, right? I need you to create measurable goals. Help help yourself out by doing that. That will, you know, making yourself accountable accountable is one of the ways that you can demonstrate that you are ready to make a change, right? Find a partner. We talked about, you know, we talked about that earlier. Find a partner. Find somebody who's willing to stand with you in agreement with all of your goals and all of your efforts, okay? It could be about health. It could be about marriage. It could be about finances, personal development, relationships, whatever. Get around people who are going to help you. Get around people who are going to hold you accountable and and remind you that you said you were going to do something. And uh, Chica, you are a woman of your word, so I need you to do it, okay? And I want you to remember this, that every day is a new day to do better than the day before. You're going to want to give yourself grace, grace, give yourself grace, right? Make the adjustments wherever necessary. It's okay. It's okay. And lastly, with actions, you know, a body emotion stays in motion. I want to say the first time I heard that was on a commercial for some sort of medication for older people, but it's true. It's true. As you get to acting and the doing and you are developing the confidence to make the changes, you will make the changes, you will make more changes, you will continue to do. Yes, get moving, get moving. A body in motion stays in motion, right? Okay, guys, so that's all I have for you today. I I hope that what I said is challenging you to think about how you can develop the confidence to make change, okay? Develop the confidence. Think about ways that that you may need to exert yourself in a more confident manner. You know, I, I gave that list of who the confident woman is. Do you qualify? Do you have to work on some things? And I'm telling you, I know I do. I know I do. I know I do. Right, Chica? Yes. And then those three things I want you to actively engage in uh, working on. 
Think about your thought. Think about your thoughts. Think about your thoughts. Think about your words and think about your actions. Okay, guys. All righty. Well, thank you so much, Chica, for joining me today while I talked about confidence. I hope you found value in what you heard today. Um, And like I said, I will be sure to have that resource available for you in the show notes. Take a look, go download it and say them, say them, start saying things that are going to help develop confidence in you so that you can make the changes that you want in your life, right? Okay, so you guys know that you can find me on almost all the platforms, but the easiest way to get a hold of me and to be up to date on all the latest developments is at my website, justkelly.com. That's J-U-S-T-K-E-L-L-E-E.com. Guys, guys, Chica, yes, yes. And as always, if you like this podcast, I need you to rate it and then review it. I want to start reading your reviews um, on the podcast so that the world can hear you. I want the world to hear you and what your thoughts are. So make sure you leave me a review, alrighty? Okay, guys, this is Kelly Williams again, lifestyle management coach. I want you to live the life that you desire and you deserve, okay? So as always, Chica, adios. Until next time.